Welcome back to the Stories from the Woods podcast. When I started this podcast almost a year and a half ago, I just did it for fun. I wanted to share some stories and share those with children out there and see if there was any interest. And there has been an interest. I appreciate all of you listeners that have been dedicated to listening to my stories and you have an interest in them. And without you, I wouldn't be continuing this podcast. It would have been a short-lived thing, something fun to do, but you've kept me interested and continue to tell stories. Now, it's getting a little more difficult, to be honest, to come up with some of the content and stories, but I want to keep doing that for you. Now, some of you have even wanted to support me in monetary value, and that's great, and I really appreciate that. That's not my main goal here, but it is something that you have expressed interest in. However, one of those families that had an interest in donating didn't find an option in my current donation options through Anchor. So I did some research and I found another partner to utilize for that called Patreon, which allows you to do one-time custom pledges. So you don't have to subscribe for a monthly subscription to the podcast. If you feel the need to want to just donate one time, you can do so. And so I made that available in the show notes. And Patreon also offers some ways to promote uh, some other special things. And so what I decided to do as well uh, is to put in the option for you to get a thank you for listening to the show uh, by your name. Um, it could just be first name or whatever. Uh, and it would be great if we could actually do your location. If it's just the state or the country that you live in or the province, wherever that may be, uh, that way we can say your name and that, and we can call you out here on the show personally. So that option's there as well. Once again, the link is in the show notes to my direct page within Patreon. You also can join as a member and become a follower, and I'm going to look at trying to post some things there in the future. All right, enough about that. I'm sure you're ready to hear a story today. The Boy with Facial Hair Jason was watching his father shave his face. He'd watched him do this several times in the past. Jason was curious today. This 10-year-old boy wondered what it would be like to shave his face. He didn't have really much hair to speak of on his face, but that didn't really matter to him. He just wanted to feel how it was to take that razor down your face, not realizing that you really need hair on your face in order for that razor to feel not so bad against your skin. His father finished up shaving, rinsed off his face, put his things away, and left the bathroom, not thinking much about the fact that Jason was still in the bathroom. Jason had a little time until he had to get to the bus stop. After his father left for work, Jason went back into the bathroom and closed the door. He pulled out the razor that his father had used, for he knew exactly where his father put it when he was done. The one thing he forgot to do was get out the shaving cream to put that on his face. He wasn't watching his father when he put that on. He turned on the faucet to get the water running, get up to a warmer temperature. And while he was waiting for the water to heat up, he looked at his face closely. His mom had a special mirror that allowed him to magnify his face. Michael had dark black hair on the top of his head, but when he looked at his face, he only saw a few blonde hairs right above his lip and along his jawline. That was enough hair for him to believe that he needed to shave it. The water was warm enough for him, not too hot, 
he stuck the razor underneath the water, just like his father had done. But unlike his father, he started to shave above his lip instead of on the side of his face. And he took a couple smooth strokes over top of those little tiny hairs down to his lip. It was rough, and it hurt. He did this all along the upper lip. And when he was done, he felt a piercing pain in his upper lip. And then he saw little spots of blood starting to bubble up above his skin. He had seen his father bleed a few times after shaving, and he followed his lead by going over to the toilet paper near the toilet and ripping off a few small pieces and sticking him on his upper lip. That toilet paper sucked up the blood very quickly and held the piece of toilet paper onto his face. He wasn't sure if he should continue, but he felt like he had to finish what he had started. Now he went about taking that razor blade down the side of his face, over his cheek, down over his jawbone. Oh, it hurt so much. He was just ripping the flesh off of his face, making little tiny cuts all over. He began to be a little more gentle with the razor, and just lightly going over his skin felt a little better, and he didn't cut himself so much. And then he was finished. He applied a few more pieces of toilet paper onto his face and then put the razor blade away. He hid in the bathroom for a little while, but there was no hiding what was going on with his face. He quickly ran into his bedroom and got changed and then finally went out to the table to have the breakfast that his mother had prepared for him. He had muffins this morning. Mmm, they looked delicious. He started to eat and then his mother sat down at the table across from him. She was watching him eat the muffin with his head down. That was unusual, she thought. He usually ate with his face up. But Jason was making sure to keep his head down so that his mother would not see his face. But he couldn't hide it the whole time he was at the table. And eventually his mother saw the toilet paper on his face. Jason, what have you done to yourself? What? What are you talking about? He said as if it was a crazy question to ask. Toilet paper all over your face. And blood. What did you do? I, um, I shaved this morning, Mom. Shaved? What? You're ten years old. You can't shave your face. You barely have any hairs on your face. Well, the ones I did have are gone now. Um, and I think I'm pretty much done shaving my face now for a while. You better believe it. I can't believe you did this. You've cut your entire face up. Oh, dear. You can't go to school looking like this. I was planning on taking the toilet paper off my face, Mom. Well, I understand that. But people are going to think that your parents did something to your face. This looks awful. You're going to need to stay home today, and you need to let them heal. And tomorrow you can go there with at least scabs on your face, not open wounds. Well, if anything, he got out of school. Felt pretty good about that. Maybe it was worth the stun after all. And for most boys, it probably would have been just fine. But the next morning when he woke up, he had a bigger problem than scabs on his face. When he was brushing his teeth and looking in the mirror, he couldn't believe it. There was facial hair all over his face. Not just a couple little blonde hairs like he had the day before. No, he had little black hairs all over the places that he had shaved the day before. He could not believe it. 
and when he came to the breakfast table, his mother was horrified. You have a beard, like a five o'clock shadow. How did you go about making that up, and why are you so obsessed with having facial hair? Mom, this is real. I didn't do anything. That's impossible, she responded. Ten-year-old boys don't have facial hair like you have. Well, I guess you're going to have to shave that off before you go to school this morning. But I don't want to shave, Mom. That really hurt yesterday when I did it. Well, that's because you were shaving your skin yesterday. Now you actually be shaving some hair. I still don't want to do it, Mom. You can't go to school like that. So Jason went in and shaved his face. This time, his mother showed him where the shaving cream was. And actually, it didn't feel too bad. He had a few nicks on his face, but that was about it. Everything was fine at school all day long. But when he got home, he started showing signs of a five o'clock shadow again. His father couldn't believe what was happening. You're growing hair faster than I do. Jason went to bed that night. When he woke up in the morning, things had gotten worse. He didn't just have a five o'clock shadow. His hair was thicker this morning. It wasn't a full-out beard and mustache, but it was getting close to it. His mother could barely stand to look at him. A ten-year-old boy with a beard? It was laughable and horrific at the same time. She made sure that Jason shaved again this morning before heading up to school. She had to think a little bit more of how they were going to solve this problem. It wasn't going to get any better, and it didn't. By the last hour of the day, Jason had a five o'clock shadow, and the boys and girls in his class noticed. They were whispering to each other throughout the classroom, which caused the teacher to notice all the distractions in the classroom. She asked Mindy Clark to tell her what was so important that it couldn't wait till after class. And Mindy pointed at Jason, and the teacher looked at Jason and said, I'm not sure when or where you got that makeup to put on. It'll make you look like you had a beard, but I don't want to see that again tomorrow. And then the bell rang, and all the kids left the classroom, and it didn't take very long before most of the school knew about Jason's facial hair. It was the talk on every bus ride home, and Jason just curled up in his seat, trying to hide his face. He couldn't wait to get home. He shared the news with his mother. His mother felt bad for him. We have to do something about this, Michael. I did schedule an appointment with a doctor. We're going to see him tomorrow. A doctor? What's a doctor going to do for me? Well, maybe they've seen this case somewhere else. I don't know. At least it's worth a shot. Maybe he can help. Maybe not. The doctor really didn't have any answers. He was dumbfounded. He just couldn't figure it out. Never seen such a thing in his life. He had heard of bearded women and also some boys in 8th grade that had beards but not a 10-year-old. So they left the doctor's office without any more answers. As they were driving home, they passed a salon that did waxing, and that sparked an idea in the mind of Jason's mother. Let's pull in here. She pulled in to the parking lot of the strip mall that the salon was in. They walked inside. Jason was embarrassed to go in with all the hair on his face. Jason's mother had Jason sit down while she went and talked to the receptionist. After a long conversation, his mother came and sat next to him. I think I've got a solution to the problem, Jason. What's that, Mom? Well, see, this place does waxing for women's legs, and sometimes eyebrows and things like that. It removes the hair for a very long time. Every once in a while, you have to get waxed. But I think if we wax your beard, it won't grow back for quite a while. Wax? Isn't that going to hurt, Mom? 
Um, there could be a little bit of pain involved, but is that really going to be worse than having to go to school every day with a bearded face? I'll try it, he said. Anything's got to be better than that. After waiting ten minutes, the receptionist called Jason up, and he was taken back into a room. There was a table in the room with a counter off to the side, and the lady who had brought him back there asked him to lay down on his back on the table. The lady was really nice to him. She talked him through what was going to happen. They were going to put some wax on, and then after it cooled down, she was going to pull the wax off, which would remove the hair. Didn't sound like something he'd sign up for in normal circumstances, but he wanted to get rid of the hair. And so the lady did do what she said, little strips at a time on his face. The wax was hot. It was painful at first, but as the wax cooled, it actually was soothing. And then the woman pulled off the wax, and Jason yelled at the top of his lungs. That was painful. He looked at the wax that had just been ripped off his face, and there was all kinds of hair attached to it. It took him some time before he could settle down again. He wasn't sure if he could continue this process. But hopefully, he'd only have to do this once or twice in his life. Before he got into 8th grade, where it would be more acceptable to have facial hair. And for the next 25 minutes, there was a lot of pain on Michael's face, especially on his upper lip, which was the most sensitive and the easiest skin to pull away from his face. The woman had to do a few little last-minute cleanup spots where there was a few patches of hair left. At this point, his face was hurting so bad, a couple more times didn't really matter. When he finally got up, there was a mirror facing him on the other side of the room, and his face was bright red from all the heat irritation that he just experienced. He was so happy to leave that salon, he never wanted to come back. But he did return there six more times, once about every six months, until he reached the eighth grade, and then he decided he was going to keep the beard. When he got back to school, he had to deal with a little bit of teasing about being the bearded boy but he had a good story back where he said he found this great stuff online that was able to make his face look like it was really bearded. Thought he'd play a trick on everyone, even though it backfired. Jason still tries to shave every once in a while, but it doesn't stay around very long. Maybe five or six hours, and then the hair starts growing back pretty quickly. If you're a boy and you think you want to shave just like your dad, you might want to think about Jason and what happened to him after shaving for the first time. This concludes The Boy with Facial Hair. If you'd like to support Stories from the Woods podcast, you can leave us a review, make a donation using the link in the show notes, or share the podcast with family, friends, local libraries, and schools. Remember to check out our past episodes and to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Thanks again for listening. This podcast features the song Surreal Forest by Medane, available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License.